Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guest this morning, Rhonda Nelson. A writer, her new book, her first, A Different Life, reveals the experiences that make her a motivational speaker as well. The book also provides interesting insights into her life as a wife to Wayne Nelson, lead singer and bassist of Little River Band. I appreciate having this time for us to meet Rhonda, a time to get a more real perspective of celebrity, as well as finding encouragement for places in our own life where we might feel stuck. Rhonda does this with her storytelling. So let's meet her now. Rhonda Nelson, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. Well, I am so appreciative of you and the work you're doing in your life and your desire to, you know, just be this inspiration of light and hope and laughter in our lives because uh, that's what's going to keep us young and, and moving forward and making life worthwhile, I think. Don't you? Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree. I think a lot of our a lot of our thought process, uh, the way we think about things and view things, uh, really does affect our not necessarily uh, and obviously not the physical age number, but our age mentality. So, trying to always stay positive and and find the good in in things and uh, stay happy. And that's what we definitely want to do, because it, it comes to a matter of choice as to how we proceed, right? It, it, well, it, it really does. You know, I mean, I mean look, the, the first thing that has to happen is if you can't be happy really and truly if you're not happy with yourself and with the life that you build for yourself. So that is, that is really one of the keys to... Um, to staying positive and, and, and moving forward in a happy state, as you've got to be happy with yourself first. And people would look at you, Rhonda, and they'd say, well, you're married to this great rock star, you know, you're in this big scene of the music world, life must be just perfect all the time. And that's probably a, a bit of a misconception, at least some of the time, because of just the the idea that we have about what it means to be in, uh, in that whole world. It, you know, you absolutely um, said it correctly, which was one of the reasons that I chose to write um, the book that I did. It's called A Different Life. And it's really about my life from the beginning and Wayne's life and then um, his time with the band, my time that I spend with the band and our life on the road. But my purpose for doing it was to really pull back the curtain a little bit and let people see the real us and to really get to know us. It's not a, it's not a juicy tell-all book and it's not a complicated uh, read at all. It's just, it's written from the heart but it shows people what our true lives are like. And it was really important for me to share with people that we, um, you know, we, we're just like them. I, you said it so perfectly there. I, I, sometimes because our name is attached to a um, celebrity or rock star name, I feel like people have these um, misconceptions about that what our life is like and that, you know, we're, we're protected from so many of the things quote-unquote normal things that other people go through. And that, and that just so is not the case. And it was really, really important for me to, to get that out there and, and let the fans and, and other people know that 
you know, we're just like them. We understand the same highs, the same lows, the same tragedies, the same celebrations that they do. And the fact that this happens to be, in in this case, with your husband, uh, who is the lead singer for Little River Band, uh, he's Wayne Nelson. This is his talent. It's his work. So it happens to be something that we categorize in that world of, wow, celebrity and glamour. But it is work. It is. I mean, you know, um, I, I, I was talking with someone yesterday, and, and I said, Look, it it is it is truly a different life. We neither one of us have an eight to five career, um, but you know, again, another perception that people have: uh, concerts. You just automatically think fun and party and whatever. But when they when they go to work. Um, even though their workday um, on show days doesn't begin until probably about four o'clock with sound check and ends at about one o'clock in the morning after a show, um, it is viewed as and it is treated as their job, their career, because that's exactly what it is. So their mentality um, and 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 even mine when I'm on the road and and you're involved in a show that day that evening. You you do it with the same professionalism and the same um, care that you would uh, if if I were an accountant or a CPA or a lawyer or any other you know if I was uh, worked in human resources somewhere you you take the same dedication to that that career as you do any other so it, it is. Um, and sometimes it's interesting because I think people think, um, especially if we have guests backstage or, or something, or you meet people before a show, and you tend, the guys seem a little, dare, I, I don't want to use, I don't really mean aloof, but they seem focused and not in this party mode. It's because they're, they're, they're doing their job and they're running the set through their head or they're thinking about something new that they've added to the show. Or, so they're, they're, you know, it's, it's just that dedicated focus that, that, that they have. That is really an interesting perspective. Great for us to hear. Thank you for sharing that, Rhonda. Uh, yeah, that's important. Well, it is, you know, because you don't, look, we don't think of concerts as being work. A, a dear, dear, dear friend of ours said something to me that really, it really kind of struck home for me because it, it made me understand some, it made me understand people's thought process a little bit better. She said to me, you know, we, we've known you guys for 10 years and um, we see you here at home and, and on a daily basis. And she said, now I totally understand that there's more to just, there's more to just going to the show, hearing the music and leaving. She said, as fans and friends, that's what we do. We go to a concert, we have a great time, we hear the music, memories are brought back, we enjoy it, and then we exit the venue, get in our car and go home. And she said, I never, ever understood or really even knew what it took to make a tour happen, to make a show happen. And she said, but now knowing you guys, I know that there's just so much more to it than just showing up and singing the songs. And, and so it's, it is, it's, it's, it is, it is a job. It is a career, but it is a very different uh, situation than what I think people, um, what most people 
do or have the the the, the way they approach their careers or their job every day. So it, it is very different. Because we do see it on this side, the concerts, and we look at it as this glamour and just all this fun. But it is work and it takes time. The The creativity, uh, that well isn't probably always full. So there must be times that that, that strain comes into a person's life. And, you know, it's Wayne that who is the, the artist, but as his partner, as his wife, you're all part of that. And it you're involved in it. Yeah. Um, so I, gosh, several, several years ago, um, we made some internal changes just in, on the administrative side. And so, um, what, you know, I used to be more involved in this side of it than I am today. And that's simply because what has changed in the last couple of years is because I wrote the book and I've, you know, I, there's speaking, motivational speaking and engagements and uh, book events that we do and whatever. So I'm not as involved with the administrative side of the tour. Um, But Wayne, not only is Wayne the lead singer and the bass player, but he's also the tour manager. So what what that really means is um, it's not just he gets on the bus or the plane and goes and does the show. We do have a booking agent that we've had for over 20-something years that books all of the shows, but then those shows must be advanced, which means we have to make sure that um, everybody is on the same page and knows what's going to happen the day of the show, and there has to be hotel rooms, and we're moving nine people around the country, and then we have to make sure that the bus can fit at the venue, and um, you know, there's there, and then there's a whole other side of it that we have uh, a the product, just the production side of the show, the, our production manager handles advancing all of that. So, um, you know, there's air, there's there's flights to be made, there's hotels to be booked, there's logistics of getting there, and um, so all of that uh, Wayne handles. And occasionally, I'll step in and do some of it now. Like I say, I used to be way more involved in that than I am now, but. Um, Somebody has to do that job too, you know. That that's the part. All of that behind the scenes stuff is what people don't understand how it all happens. And uh, so, yeah, he um, that's what he does in the daytime. And then he, he his his other job is to is to uh, play the music and sing the songs. And that's what it's all about for him. It's that's the life giving part. Being out there performing, I'm sure that sharing his talent and 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 having the re- the fan reaction. Yeah, well, and and so this kind of goes hand in hand with the book. Um, so every night after the show, the guys go out um, and they um, buy the merch table and they take pictures and sign autographs and they listen. They meet the fans and they hear stories and and if I'm out with them, um, I'll go out and. And meet people, and of course, there's there's places all over the country where, um, you know, having gone back um, time and time, uh, you meet people that you see over and over again at the shows, and so you it, it's great to you know maybe you haven't seen them for a year, and so I love to stand there too and hear the stories and um, catch up with people with the fans and and um, but they what we hear is is so much of how the music has uh, touched their lives or how they attach certain memories to certain songs. And those stories are just, 
they're, they're incredibly moving. They're incredibly um, uh, interesting and sometimes humbling. And so it that doing that every night after the shows and, and being in that really real situation where the people can just share something with the guys in the band or even with myself if I'm out, um, it takes away that we live in the bubble perception, you know, that we live in a bubble and they, they get to know us as real people. And then again, that was one of the reasons why I wrote the book is because I wanted people to know that side of us. They can know much more by reading the book really than they can in the, you know, hour or, or as it was the other night, two hours that we were, or that they were out, um, you know, signing and taking pictures and whatnot. So, um, that, that, that time period after the show goes really fast, but by reading the book, they get an idea more of, you know, more things about us, and who we really are. And that book, your new book, A Different Life, and that really does capture, uh, I think, what the life is when, you know, that one word different uh, kind of leads us down that road of, wow, what is going on, right? Well, it does. Um, I, um, I, 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 I had, honestly, after I put the book together, I, I wrote the book very fast. The whole process was really fast. I, I got the con. I formulated the concept and had the pictures in my mind um, in January of uh, 16, and I didn't actually start writing the book until probably about April. Um, and oddly enough, um, there's there's there are recipes in the book, and and that comes because as I was putting all of the stories together, you know, there's two universal languages around the world and it's food and music. And so um, there were several just really funny stories about um, that the common denominator was food. And so I thought, you know what, to make this a little more interesting, I'm going to throw some, some recipes in there. Some are from my family, some are Wayne, some are the guys on the bus, some of them are from them. And uh, so it just gives it a little extra touch of fun. And um, so, but I, I got to the point where, well, and then the book, the book rolled off the printing press in December of 16. But once I got to the point of everything being laid out properly and, and completed, then the next big step was I needed a title. And I had one of their CDs back from, I think, I don't know, early 2000s, and um, I had one of them in the car, and I popped it in, and um, there's a song called There's a Bus Leaving, and that song came on, and, and that that is a line, you lead a different life, and I thought, wow, that absolutely is just the perfect title for the book, because it is a very different life. And we're privileged then to have this special insight. And I love how you, uh, you know, refer to this as a universal language, the food and the music to have all of that. I, I, I think it uh, has a way to, to make us feel even that more connected because we'll say, that looks like an interesting recipe. Let me try that and uh, have that special food along with reading the book and sharing the stories. Yeah, it you know... Listen, I, I love to cook. We've owned a, an inn and a restaurant before, and um, you know it, it's something that that is, is is one of my passions, and and so it, it just gave it, um, you know, again that real connection feeling. Um, 
you 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 can connect with people over food. If you meet, I mean, you can be sitting in a restaurant and and you're not necessarily going to walk up to someone and start talking about uh, you know I, the weather, so to speak. But it, it is if it is not unheard of that you might chat with someone about oh, wow, you should try this, or you see something good go by and you say to the patron at the table where it got delivered, hey, what is that? Or you speak to the waiter or waitress about it. What is that dish that person over there has? So everybody can relate to food, and, and we know that, it, that everyone relates to music, and so it seems like a really good, unique twist to put on a book uh, like this book. And another aspect of this book in, in sharing the story of the band, which, you know, when we look at it, 43 years of performing. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, that's a long time, I tell you. Um, and to this day, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, we feel so, so, so blessed that after all of those years that the music still resonates with people and they still want to hear it and they still want to see the see the shows um but i will say this too um because it has been that long um it it is even more important today to wayne and to the guys that that show is its absolute a plus plus best every single night because we've all heard those stories of going to a show and seeing a band that you knew a long time ago and you're like, oh, wow, that's, that's pretty rugged. Um, it is of utmost importance that, that their show is um, at the top of its game every night. There's, just, there's no excuse for it. And um, they, they, they take care of themselves. He, he's, I, I'm really proud. I'm going to ring his bell a little bit because I um, am just so impressed with how dedicated he is to taking care of his voice. And, you know, we, we, we all love our, we love a good bottle of wine or our uh, vodka cocktail here and there. But when he's touring, he, um, he doesn't drink. He, he goes to bed early. Well, early, early after a show might mean he's getting in bed at two o'clock, but he's going to get his eight to 10 hours. And, you know, he he exercises and he he just really because he is the lead singer, he just he, his dedication to taking care of the, his voice because he wants that music to be delivered at its utmost best to the fans every single night. So, yeah, it's um, it, it's it's a it's a long time for a band to be still doing, you know, between 90 and 100 shows a year. Oh, I feel exhausted just thinking about it. <laughs> and what's significant with those years, of course, that mean that relates to age and how we can still, regardless of that number, and, and here we are with May acknowledging uh, Older Americans Month, with that number, we can see how we can still really be uh, involved and productive and doing what is our talent. But I, it was so insignificant that to do that, we do have to have that self-care involved. Yeah, I, you know, um, it, it, it is our responsibility, number one, to ourselves, number two, to our significant other or our spouse and our family, 
to take care of ourselves. And, you know, I, I mean, if, if it's, and there's every level of it. Look, not everyone's going to be uh, want going to be a runner. I'm not. I don't like to run at all. I mean, I, but I have friends that that is their part of their form of self care. But even if it's just you know, exercise is so important to our bodies. Eating correctly is so important to our bodies. Um, getting enough rest is so important to our bodies. So it is our responsibility to, like I said, to ourselves first and then to our loved ones to take care of ourselves. And, and so, you know, you, you, have to, you, you have to make that a priority and you have to figure out what works for you. Not, like I said, not everyone wants to get up and run five miles every day. I certainly don't, but I know, I know what works for me and that's, that's what I choose to do. And, and Wayne is the same way. And, you know, I think it's important, especially as we do get older, because let's face it, you get up and your bones creak a little more and you, you know, you're a little more sluggish than maybe you were when you were in your twenties and thirties and forties. So it's, it's more important. I, I truly believe to, to, make those efforts to do the exercise and to eat correctly and to, um, you know, really live a healthy, good, um, happy lifestyle. And, and here I'll circle around right back around to what we were talking about being happy. When you feel good and when you're filling your body with good things, your demeanor is automatically more happy. And so, um, you know, it all goes hand in hand together. Yes, it does. And we can't really underscore that enough. You know, thinking of the, uh, you know, uh, well, thinking of food for one. And there may be people who like to indulge in those, like the junk food kinds of things, because they, they fulfill something at that moment. But it's not going to make us feel happy uh, the next day or in the long run because it's not the healthy thing for our body. No, exactly. I mean, you know, you look and we I, I, I've been I've done this before. I've been, you know, you be in a situation where it's like, oh, I just I'm aggravated or I'm sad and I just want that the triple scoop of ice cream. And then the minute you take that last bite. You're like, oh, why did I do that? I mean, how, we, we've all done that before. Yes. And it's not to say that we're not going to do that or that we're not going to indulge in something that maybe is not the best for us. But as Wayne always says, be good a lot of the time so that you can be bad a little bit of the time. <laughs> and that's really true. You know, one piece of cake at a celebration is not the end-all, be-all of, um, your body's going to fall apart. But if you're constantly taking care of it more of the time or eating better food more of the time, then, it, you know, it offsets that it offsets that piece of cake or that bowl of ice cream or whatever it might be. Exactly. 
by the same token, too, thinking of how um, to embrace life changes. So you've alluded to that in terms of yourself, Rhonda, how you were much more involved with the band and, and being involved in on that management side of it. And you, you've taken this kind of uh, a, a, another road, another path where you've written the book. So now we have available to us to inspire us a different life. But you you're also very involved in um, in a lot of philanthropy. So share with us some of the work that you've done that way. Well, I um, <clears throat> oh, there's there's so many different things that we do, and and, and one of the things that we do, um, we, look, we have a path to give back, and and Wayne and I several years ago decided. That you know, while the band will do 90 or 100 shows a year, um, we are also going to use LRB's music to give back, and so, um, and not just in our community where we live, um, in communities all over, literally the country. We every year um, we probably do a handful. I would say, <clears throat> oh, I don't know, between between three and five a year. It, it, it really depends on scheduling, but. It, we come across organizations and causes that really touch us, um, and we will do benefit concerts um, for them. And it, it, it really depends on the organization. Um, sometimes these organizations um, are just getting off the ground, and, and they, don't, they have no clue how to um, do a benefit concert or a fundraiser. <clears throat> and we will walk them through the whole entire thing and help them do it. Um, from start to finish. And then sometimes um, organizations are, are very well versed at doing that. And, and so we just, uh, we, we set a date and we uh, plan it and we show up and they do the music and, and it's a great night. But it, it's, it's anything from um, pet rescue to um, any uh, cancer organizations, um, veterans and uh, wounded warriors, um, and, and sometimes for organizations where they support uh, uh, water organizations, and I mean where, you know, that they are doing things for people to have clean water around the world. It, it, it is every year. It really does. It, it varies um, because we, you know, people reach out to us all the time to do these kinds of things. And it's, it, it's we're so fortunate to have LRB and its music to be able to give back and to do these kinds of concerts. So we get involved in them and, and other, some of them I get more involved in than others. Um, dog rescue is, is another passion of mine. And I'm, um, I've just, it, it really touches my heart. So, so I, we do a lot of those, um, children's organizations, um, St. Jude is one, um, that we've, um, been involved in, uh, some fundraisers for a couple of times. And as a matter of fact, we have one coming up in Memphis um, in the beginning of June. So, you know, some of them we do over and over and over again. And then others, um, we, you know, we do them several times and then maybe we don't do them for a few years and then we will revisit the situation and do it again. And then in the community we live in and also in Nashville, uh, Wayne and I produce a show called Carols by Candlelight, which in, um, 
In Nashville, the organization is, is for a foster care organization that all the proceeds go to. So the causes vary, um, but they're, whatever we align with, it's, just, it, it's something that is, for whatever reason, very near and dear to our hearts. It's that whole concept of giving back, and it's, uh, I think, another piece of just staying involved, thus staying young, staying active and vibrant. It's all about uh, really just being alive and and relating to to the people around you. Well, it is. And listen, I can tell you... um, being involved in that manner, it's, it's eye-opening in every situation. Um, I'll give you an example of um, charitywater.org. We've done, um, we, we did a, a, a thing where a portion of the book, of my book, and a portion of Little River Band's box set um, went back to charitywater.org. Here's a, here's a small fact that, that I didn't know this until we started, until I, I started researching and reading. One in ten people around the world don't have access to clean water. Okay, we we take clean water for granted. We go and buy a bottle of water. We put our cup under the faucet at home. But just think of that statistic. One in ten people around the world don't have access to clean water. That's amazing, isn't it? Because we we, we can get clean water in a blink of an eye. Yes. And so, um, you know, when, when you start, when you stop and, and take a minute to read statistics like that, you read some of the St. Jude statistics about how many kids now are, are little kids are, are um, being diagnosed with cancer. It, those, those statistics will, they will tug at your heart and um, it, it's what happens to us and, and we want to be involved and to give back and we're blessed to have the path of Little River Band's music to do that. And now you have the book too and it's lovely that some of the proceeds of the book go back into the charities. Let's uh, mention your website because that's a great way to pick up the book but I'm, I'm sure we can pick it up at all of our favorite book sources too, right? Well, you can find it at Amazon for sure, and you can find it on my website at rondaraves, R-A-V-E-S dot com. We're in, the, we're in the process of starting a rebranding, so the best way to find it is on Amazon. Um, you, can, you can get it there with a click, and it'll be shipped out to you. And, uh, yeah, so that's uh, – and, you know, people can follow – me and follow the things that Wayne and I do and, and my time on the road on Instagram, which is Rhonda B. Nelson, and also on Facebook, which is Rhonda B. Nelson. So I share a lot of stuff there about just the stuff that we're doing, but I also share a lot of motivational um, thoughts there um, because it is so, you know, because people feel or perceive that we have, as we talked about earlier, this easy life. Um, it, it became really important for me to share with people that everybody has something to love about their own life. And so my message is love the life you live. You know, everybody's life, every day is a gift. Everybody's life is amazing in its own right. And I think because of social media and the pressure that that's created in society today, where every picture is per- seemingly perfect 
and everybody's supposed to look away and everybody's house should be this and every you know social media has has really um in my opinion created a situation that is um causes a lot of angst within people because it 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 you know just take young teens young girls they're they're seeing their friends or 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 all these other celebrities out there that you know look a certain way and they feel like oh I'm not good enough because I don't look like that or my hair's not like that or my face isn't like that and and I I just that 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 really sets off something inside of me because I feel like that that social media has created this horribly tense environment and when in fact everybody has something in their life that's beautiful and amazing and that they should love and uh so that's uh that's kind of the message that I try to get out there and that's such a great way for us to wrap up our conversation this morning a positive note to uh end on I feel Rhonda I, I do so appreciate that you've taken time with us this morning. I appreciate all these insights and just uh, point people toward A Different Life. Great book to have and continue the inspiration. Thanks, Kate, so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. And with that, we are at the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Rhonda Nelson and Sunday Morning Magazine with Dr. Dennis Wang and Bill Monroe. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I will get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 1069 webpage. Click on the On Air tab and look for the show and guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of a focus on your good health, definitely remembering what FAST means and finding out how to make a difference in the community. And then, please, plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9, the station to pick you up and make you feel good. Good morning.